My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. I sent you my TennoCon contribution last night on your phone. I don't know if you got it or not. Oh, uh, what did you send me on the phone? TennoCon is a conference much like it's a game conference, GameCon, but it's for specifically for Warframe players. Yes. But they've had to bump it back to August. So they asked me to do a video contribution as not as Parvos Granum, but all the you know, the talent is doing it and the as, designers yeah, are doing so it. So you're not yeah. going as um Gollum. No. It's going to be virtual this year. <laughs> going as Andy Circum. Circum, yes. or whatever his name is. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> That's funny. Uh, congratulations. Ed Kelly, ladies going, and gentlemen. Yeah. Ed Kelly, the voice of Parvos Granum yes. in what's the video game? Warframe. Which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I had no idea until I landed the role. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's huge. <laughs> Why aren't we uh, at our age interested in things like video games anymore? Any, uh, any some ideas? Some of us are. That's a broad brush. Some of us are. I'm not. Uh, again, I think I go back to Zip's uh, observation. We're more like pinball guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old analog device that makes noise and bounces on <laughs> rubber bands. <laughs> That's what I bang on it. You can't bang on the computer and change the game. Yeah. Don't I had more there. fun with those, though. That was my favorite thing to do. There was, there was actually a pinball place downtown in mm. my hometown called Fast Eddie's. Mm. <laughs> nice. And I could go with a quarter and pretty much play all night because you got to be real good after a while. But why Why at our age? Like, I, I find it fascinating that people do things at certain ages mm -hmm. and then at other ages have zero interest whatsoever. And what's it related to? Hmm. Well, you're a techie, and I'm surprised that you're not into it because you are way ahead of the curve uh, compared to most people. Your your uh, I won't say advanced age. You're in your your demographic, as sure. we say. I'll go radio. demographic. That's very uh, come on, don't mince words. I'm trying to be benign here. Correct way to say <laughs> what I am. That's good. Yes. But no, but, but I mean, like for example, um, <clears throat> when I was a kid, uh, I used to play Space Invaders, yeah. Pac Man. Mm -hmm. Asteroids, and these games. I mean, I would dream about the games. Yeah, yeah. And and I, it meant something to me to get as far as I could in the game. And now the very idea <laughs> of doing something like that. Yeah. When I'm and here's how I look at time. Time is precious. Yeah. I mean, you can't buy it. You can't buy time. You can if you can. A friend of mine says if you can solve any problem with money, it's not a problem. Right. You ever hear that one? Mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to remember yeah. who said it, but I'm old it, and I can't. It's think much of it. like the, if, if something's free, an app is free. You are the product. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, my wife has been playing a video game. Really? Yes, and I, and I, you know, I, I we don't uh, we don't see eye to eye in lots of things. By the way, I it's, know that about you too. Yeah. Uh, you do? <laughs> it's charming. Yeah, I do. I've been I've been with you. <laughs> More than one occasion. I was thinking about her today while I was mowing the lawn. So and was I. Actually. No, I, I was listening to, uh, you know, Spotify, and a, a Billy Joel song came on. Uh huh. And I went, "This is my wife." This describes her perfectly. Uh huh. And um and not in an entirely. It wasn't big shot, was it? Well, <laughs> not in an entirely flattering way. You may be right. Yeah, I may be crazy. That's a good Billy Joel. I may be crazy. Let, come on, Zip. We gotta we gotta ferret this out. Okay, we gotta find guess out what Billy Joel song describes my wife. Yeah, describes your wife. And wow. you both know Lisa, uh, Uptown Girl. No, no, no she's a no, Polish no. girl. Okay, she kneels over in the fields and weeds. And, you know. <laughs> Anthony works in the grocery store. Yeah, oh. scenes from a Polish restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there? By the way, there aren't any Polish restaurants because they cook at home. They can't spend That's the money true. out. No, there are here. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, the Billy Joel yeah. song is called She's Always a Woman to woman Me. Woman to Me, yes. She, she can kill like with a, a smile. Smile. She can wound with wound her eyes. with her eyes, yeah. She can ruin your faith with her casual, casual lies. lies. She only reveals yes. what she wants she you to wants see. She wants you to see. She can emasculate yeah. you with a squeeze of her thighs. <laughs> well... That's not exactly what it says. Uh, here, uh, some of this may apply to you and Jeannie, too. She can lead you, lead you to love. She can take you or leave you. Yeah. She can ask for the truth, 
but she'll never believe never you. Believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and, so and this is especially Lisa. Yeah. She'll take what you give her as long as it's long free. As it's free. <laughs> <laughs> you really are a two-star couple. <laughs> oh, no. And I mean, I'm driving oh, around on the lawn and I'm thinking like, they should play this at my funeral for my wife. It'd be one last <laughs> F you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's some dark thoughts you had on that lawnmower, oh, mister. Listen, here's another one, Zip. I okay. know you're being quiet because you're not as uppity as I am about yeah. Jeannie. But, she, oh, she takes care of herself. She can wait if she wants. She's ahead of her time. Oh, and she never gives out. And she never gives in. She just changes her mind. Yeah, ooh, that's true. She is frequently kind and she's suddenly cruel. Cruel. She can do as she pleases. as She's nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. But she can't be convicted. She's earned her degree. The most she will do is throw shadows at you, but she's always a woman to me. So is that a diss or a love song? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like you might not get her, but I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the crux of that song. It's, I'm a big Billy Joel fan, as you might have guessed. Right. Yeah. And um, he, I think that's like, look, you guys got no chance with this girl, but you know, I, I can figure her out. I got game. And I, I love this chick. Yeah. yeah. And I do, and I, uh, I, know you do. I I haven't figured her out. It's every time I peel back a layer, I go, "Aha! There's it's the heart of the matter right there." <laughs> and, and a new enigma pops up, <laughs> and a new thing happens. Um, <laughs> you don't want predictability. That's boring. Yeah. You know, though, coming from Billy Joel, he's a pretty contentious, aggressive. Uh, yeah, at times an a-hole kind of guy. He, he used to be. I think he's mellowed with age. At least some of the interviews that I heard him do on a Recently, certain satellite yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, he and Elton John both famously uh, dealt with uh, drug and alcohol abuse. And um, yeah. they were kind of a sober platonic couple together for a while. And they were doing the tour where Elton and Billy toured. And part of why they did it. I saw that. It was to keep Fantastic. each other sober. Fantastic, yeah. Is that right? I didn't know that. Well, to support each other, not keep each other sober. I gotta... Did you see that tour, Bob? I did, a couple of times. Wasn't it just a clash of titans it was. on stage? Yeah. It was oh, awesome. my. Yeah, those I... guys are such massive artists. Mm. Oh, my. In the so catalogs. many ways. Yeah. yeah. And Who's it, your favorite funny, of the two, by the way? That, are you asking me? or is it... Both of you, yeah. Go ahead, Ed. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? It, it's it was really because just when you thought, oh, no, there's no way that Billy can come back from this, and then bang, you know, I'm moving out, and he'll, you know, he would something from his catalog would just be either higher charted okay, so like or more Billy, prominent yeah. in my life. Well, mm, no, I can't. I, I really could decide. At the end of the night, I think it was it was a push. Yeah, uh, zip. Uh, yeah, it's interesting when, uh, Billy Joel, I mean, uh, when Elton John came on the scene, a very dear friend of mine, Rick Tiven, a great musician called me, said, you got to hear this guy, Elton John. He's like, what did he say? He's like James Taylor, except with the piano. And he was at that time. You know what I mean? He yeah. was, yeah, he was more pensive. Uh, yeah. Over the years, um, I thought Elton kind of popped out a little bit. You know what I mean? He, he oh yeah. From his, his 28 focus, waist to about a 45. Yeah. Oh, well, no, you know what I mean. As far as, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, he, he was like a hit factory. He was the fresh dough boy. Is that, I get where you were going Billy Joel, every <laughs> Billy Joel's songs, really, one does not sound like another now, with him. And, no, a li- and that's different. a little bit true with Elton. Now, a little bit. Uh, as far as the industry and record sales mm-hmm. and longevity on the radio goes, Elton John is way bigger than Billy Joel. Oh, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much bigger. His catalog is deeper, I believe. Uh, and Billy... Uh, Billy Elton had uh, crossover male, female, rock, AC, oldies, everything. Mm -hmm. Billy was rock. Not he had some huge AC hits. Yes, he did. Honesty, for example. Yeah, honesty and I um, the parody. I can only think of the parody that I did, which is. (laughs) Well, you you gotta figure that Elton is a spectacle. You know, yeah, on every yeah. level. Right. And you Billy Joel is a musician yeah. who does his tunes. Yeah. And, you know, and, and a you, gutsy the, b- bar performer. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, El- Elton John could segue over to the Disney genre far easier than, than Billy on his mm-hmm. bike, if you right. know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. how cool is that? I mean, to That's do the freaking Lion King soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. And hey. without Bernie Taupin, there would be no Elton yeah. John. Really? Did you guys. That's see, true. Can That's I ask true. about Lion King? Uh, did you guys see the new. 
Lion King? Yes. The one with the... Uh, yes. Like computer animation. Computer animated animals that are supposed to look real. Yeah. It was supposed to be like magic realism is to art. Yeah. Uh, to what did film. you think of it? Um... You know, I, I, I didn't think that <laughs> it was any better than the other. I think it was different. And I'm, I'm a big Pixar fan, so I like that really luminous. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it was better than the original. They just redid it, all the same songs, yeah, all the same So voices, that they could sell it again, right? Yeah. It was just a repack. Did you see it? Zach? I am ashamed to say that the last Pixar film I saw was Cars, or Cars 2. Ah, is it Cars 2? You better hurry and. Uh, <laughs> You better hurry which, and catch Gone which, with the Wind the because way. they're going to stop showing that one. <laughs> which, when do by we get, the way, when the do we animation, get Zip 3.0? <laughs> <yeah>. The animation and <laughs> yeah, the Pixar stuff is just yes, beyond yeah, belief. Awesome. It really is awesome so, stuff. The story of the second Lion King movie, and I recommend uh, checking it out. Although, mm -hmm. like Zip, you and Jeannie don't have kids together, so you, know, you haven't got the excuse of sitting down with a kid or a grandkid, but... The, well, Je oh, no, no, Jeannie has taken her grandson to Disney a gazillion times. Oh, okay, so you, huge, could, you could watch yeah, it with yeah. your grandson if he comes Yeesh. over. Yeah. If he comes over to give you COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Which the young people are yeah. getting in droves. <laughs> anyway, it's th there was one thing in it that was sh shocking to me. Completely shocking. And Lisa and I went to see the movie, and we will do this now. She never used to like this, but we will go see a children's movie if it's good enough because it just brings out the child in us yes and i'm watching the lion king and i'm thinking okay well these these look like real i know they're fake because it's cgi you know like mm. watching a star wars movie um pretty sure that yoda cannot move like that <laughs> i can't <laughs> Remember when he was doing the when he was battling all these people with the with the lightsaber and he was you know, <laughs> kicking their asses? Yeah, that's good. So I'm watching The Lion King and Simba. Yes. And Simba and what's the girl lion's name again? I forget. I can't remember. Huh? The girlfriend, Simba's girlfriend, lion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the cute, you know, the cute pubescent uh, female lion, whatever. <laughs> yes. When they were walking around at Puppy Love. Anyway, he gets older, so they flash forward, and now he's a full-blown, you know, he's got the full King of the mane jungle. and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they show a side view of him. And you Junk. see, you're going to remember this, Ed, because you can't unsee it. Okay. You see his dick. I actually don't recall that. You didn't see it. And you see, it's funny because I'm the type of person <laughs> who was obsessed with fallacies. This just brought the whole movie to a grinding halt for me. <laughs> because they made him anatomically correct, which is, yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that cartoons never are. No, it's Mickey anatomy. Mouse doesn't even have a lump. Yeah, so they're and not the, anatomically correct. Duck doesn't even wear pants. Yeah. So I, I, I like lean over to Lisa and I go, there's his junk. There's like Lion King junk. <laughs> and, and I mean, it was just like a dog's. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's kind of hairy. But he's, he's not circumcised because animals mm -hmm. don't get circumcised. No. Uh, but I, I, it was, and it was, uh, I'm sure if I went back and froze frame it, mm -hmm. which I think I would feel... You wouldn't want that to show up yeah. in your history anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but I think the frame was probably there for two seconds. Yes. And you know that something like that does not get into a huge Disney franchise movie like The Lion King yeah. without a boardroom meeting without oh that was that, that was extrapolated and analyzed sensors and, and board of directors analyzed uh, what's death. going on today well we're going to look at the uh, refs <laughs> from today and uh we have to have uh simba's penis meeting uh we're going to look at it we're it's not a question whether we're going to put it in there uh it's a question of how many milliseconds we go uh, guys, uh, is it going to be a big shaft, a little shaft? And what are we going to do here? Are we going to intimidate <laughs> yeah. the viewers? Because there's going to be grown-ups in the audience. Now, 
I have never, <laughs> I have never Googled this to see, and it was never, Good. this is a controversy that was only in my own head, and I never heard anybody else, uh, I'm going to Google it right now. Okay. What would I Google? <laughs> I would go first of all. I would go incognito mode in Google. <laughs> nah, that, that's only that's only so your wife doesn't see what you were looking at. Well, yeah, Google still man. knows everything you do. <clears throat> uh, you know, eventually you'll you'll pass, and your computer may be passed on to someone, Bob. I don't. You know, you uh, want to cover your tracks. So a if I bit. if I type Simba junk. <laughs> It doesn't, you know, Simba, uh, penis, uh, penis, anatomically correct Simba. It sounds like a Mattel toy for God's sake. Yeah. Uh, uh, type in Dingus cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't say anything about it. Um, no. But this should this shouldn't surprise you, Bob, because they did that in the 30s and 40s. They hid within the frames per second. They would hide porn. Uh, content your sub psyche was receiving it but you're you you weren't right, consciously right. aware of it all right i'm gonna do with what you suggested i'm typing simba lion king anatomically correct okay okay but we blah, 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 blah. are we taking bet zip um, <laughs> if he comes up with 86 pages of response you know he's been you know yeah. where he's been yeah um, or if a white van shows up at his door with guys in oh, jack boots yeah. you know, so here's this might be an drive. old it says uh simba male disney characters who aren't anatomically correct so there is a story about this simba the star of the lion king is hailed by all the savannas the next king of the jungle but we're not sure how because as they hold him up he doesn't look like a boy that's the cartoon um yes. Oh, wow. Bambi. This awkward shot of our beloved Bambi just has us at a loss for words. There's nothing underneath that fluffy tail. Nada. Zitch. Zilch, excuse me. If Ombi's, only Bambi's mom was still around to explain it all. The three little pigs. No ana anatomy. 101 Dalmatians. Nothing. This is what... I this is why it freaked me out because I'm going yeah. through all these Disney movies and it was policy at Disney. Yeah. The centaurs from Fantasia, half men, half horse. Yeah. Now we know how a horse is hung. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> well, he's hung like a horse. Yeah. You'd think the man part would be very manly. Instead, the centaurs have smooth, convex chests, no pecs, no abs, and nothing in the hidden valley. But Bob, you should see you should see the camshaft on a motor. Mm. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Oh, a motor. That's fair. You see the half man, half motorcycle uh, thing. So, all right. So there was nothing about. So I don't think anybody in the new movie. Oh, ten quibbles about the new politically correct Lion King. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see what the quibbles are. Oh, it's look at the kidding. cute little lion, though. It's such a cute... as a baby. He's so cute. Hold it up to the mic so everyone can see, Bob. Yeah. They took all the human expressions out of the lion's faces. I thought that, too. Uh, in the cartoons, you know, they have human expressions. Yeah. By mm -hmm. making them look like animals, they're just like animals with human voices coming out of them. Stupid. Yeah. They're using the metrics from humans, though, I think, and right. just applying right. them to animal features. Um. They got rid of, uh, let's see, they replaced, uh, hold on, they added unnecessary chills about Scar banging Simba's mom. Ooh. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't notice that. They wanted to cut that. out the creep factor, right? So why add all the extra shit about Scar wanting to bang Simba's mom? Just to assure us that Scar wasn't gay? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's really interesting. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, the hyenas were stripped of humor and scariness and just resembled rabid forest kitties with no personality. I thought that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did not notice anatomically correct Simba. I may be the only person. <clears throat> did I dream it? Maybe. Did take an Ambien that's that a... night or something? <laughs> that could have been, man. It's very possible. Huh. Um, there is nothing about it on the internet now i can find a theory that the clintons are running a sex ring out of a pizza parlor <laughs> <laughs> not just the theory i can find thousands of people who believe it 
Hey, honey, come on back and choose your pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> they all curve back here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, Lion King, the anatomically correct edition. I checked out the Lion King franchise once. I discovered it's the black-maned lion that is the healthiest and most virile. Uh, no, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Hmm. All right. Nothing. Hmm. I'm very disappointed. Uh, Do you remember Nathan Lane from the first one? Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. He did the voice of, uh, you know, there was Matumba Patumba or whatever his name was. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, the yeah. two warthogs. Yeah, well, the Nathan warthogs, Lane yeah. was, was the... Uh, oh, and the, they the lost thin. all their charm, too, in the new yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, anyway, I, went, I did a, an appearance on Lifetime Television. He was in the green room. I had no idea who he was. No kidding. And he says, what do you do? I said, I, I do voices. He said, oh, yeah, I do that. I, I do, do a little of that, that, too. too. <laughs> yeah. Elton John did the soundtrack for the one I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I felt like such an idiot when I found out who he was. Wow. But, you know, what does a child know? Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, moving on. Trying to moving out. See what is up here. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne is yes, uh, joining. Did you call me, Bob? Yeah, joining Kanye West in <laughs> running for president. Only instead of announcing that he's running for president, they just announced an Ozzy for president merchandise site. <laughs> this is the right way to do it. Uh, Ozzy for president, uh, you can buy T-shirts, buttons, hoodies, bumper stickers, and more. All of the merch features the slogan, uh, Ozzy for president, along with an image of Ozzy from the 80s. Um, it's time for a new candidate, the icon announced and decided he would run. Uh, I saw a post the other day that said, a vote for... Uh, uh, who's ever, is there a third? Can, there isn't a third party candidate yet. Yes, there is. Who There's, is um, Kanye? Oh, okay. Well, oh, third okay. party. Yeah, and I don't know if it was about Kanye, but it said a vote for a third party candidate is a vote for Trump. And I thought about that, and I thought I don't think so. Hmm. I think uh, I think a wasted vote. One that isn't. If taken. you're the type of person who wastes your vote. I think that costs Trump. People are going to care about their vote. They're going to want to get him out. But people who, like, there's a lot of people I know who are, they just, they don't want to vote Democrat, no matter mm -hmm. what. Yeah. Didn't Bill Weld throw his name onto the ballot last time in an attempt to do the same thing to steal some Yeah, I think that's right, from 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think their third party matters that much, unless it was someone that actually, you know, had a message like Ross Perot did or Ralph Nader. There's no. Don't one have to take a meeting to kill a snake, Bob. Yeah. Oh, remember him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I voted for Ross Perot. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I at did. All. No. He's such an iconoclast. But I was at an age where I was like, yeah, you know what? Oh, these guys are all annoying. Let's just vote for the one who's really <laughs> the nut bar. Going to mix things up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same rationale a lot of people used for Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, former Fox News anchor Shep Smith has landed a new TV gig. Yeah. Shepard Smith, I kind of liked. Yeah. He abruptly departed Fox News in 2019, mm -hmm. uh, notably without anybody suing him for sexual harassment. That's good to know. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow he got out of there. Um, and he's going to be on CNBC beginning this fall. I thought it was MSNBC. Oh. It says CNBC. Maybe that, oh, maybe okay. it's a typo. Might be. He said he's honored to pursue the truth both for CNBC's loyal viewers and those who have been following my reporting for decades in good times and in bad. Yeah. Bigger audience on CNBC too, I think. Yeah. yeah. He was known to frequently fact check President Trump and maybe that got him in trouble at Fox. <laughs> it makes you unsuitable you for employment. Mm. <laughs> And uh, let's see. Networks are beginning to realize that outspoken reality stars can be a liability. Big time. Page six reports that networks are offering good behavior bonuses in their contracts <laughs> for, quote, not using racial slurs on social media and not getting into fights with castmates. Isn't that funny? That's not a high bar, is it? No. We used it's you know to tell you how the zeitgeist has changed. We used to have a character called Rachel Slur. 
Come on. <laughs> yeah, on, 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 <laughs> on what the show? show? Oh, yeah. I believe With it a was comedy the, network? Or? Hollywood. No, it was when I was in Canada, I think. Oh, Rachel and, yeah. Slur. Rachel Slur. And she did was, she like whip a, whip a mouth? Oh, of course. She was like, yeah. and of course downtown because those people can't drive. You know, she would just go off on yeah, any yeah. group, you know. So you did it like, you did it, uh, it was a soft sell, Rachel yeah. Slur. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Is she available? <laughs> Punch up the show. I didn't do, I was not Rachel Slur. It was somebody, it was an actual woman, oh. as I recall. It was yes. a real woman, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have seen those, yes. I do miss having a woman on shows with me. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I could poll the other gender with a focus group mean... of one. I could manage one person. Uh-huh. Uh, I do miss that. There's no one really available, though. That... Oh, yeah, there is. I sent you a, a, a oh, you candidate. Sent me that. Yeah, that. Yeah. She was very nice. And I hope, does she listen? No. I don't think so. Oh, good. <laughs> so, but she was too, like... She was too eager. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that in a candidate. No, and, and in fact, you want that Billy Joel song. You know, yeah. you yeah. I, I, like. I fought with every single female co-host we ever had, mm-hmm. and and some of them were uh, some of some of it was difficult. Some of it was you know gentle and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first big one on our show was Maura Gallucci, who I love to death these days. Uh, but I was going through my phase of, right. I thought that since everyone was a liberal on the show, that I had to be the Republican. Mm-hmm. And I was a Republican. So I, th- I thought like, you know, this George Bush has got weapons of mass destruction. It's about time we took this Sodom dude out. And so I started just railing on everybody. And what I would do, you'll laugh. I would watch Fox News every night and Bill O'Reilly so I would learn what to say. <laughs> Studying up for the role. I did this. No, I, I mean, I feel like I'm telling you that I lived in Waco just, and got out just yeah. before the fire. No, but that there is no drama without conflict. You were doing the right yeah. thing for air. Well, Maura didn't think so. And no, of course um, what would happen is we'd have these, because I, I believe in uh, ready, fire, aim, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it just blurting stuff out and then going, hmm, that looks pretty stupid. How can I make it funny? <laughs> boy, boy, do you ever. Uh, but it's fine. Yeah, I can live that with you. It's got a talent. You know, uh, uh, and usually without a net. At least the Flying Willendas had a net. <laughs> so Flat. a couple things happened with her, and I love her to death. And, and she would come on and be a guest. And we've had her on the other podcast. Um, she was the sweetest, kindest news person who was also on a big news station mm-hmm. called Cairo in Seattle and she had oh, credibility she was on Cairo yeah, oh. she had credibility uh, she was a really good person and I didn't realize that my I'm going to take the conservative side act was really bugging her hmm uh, but she could you know she wouldn't confront me and so I began just sort of like you know, hassling her on the air for all her opinions and giving her like, and, and she didn't want to fight. And I get it now because, you know, all the Me Too women have, have taught us that, you know, when you're the boss, yeah, you can't assume it's a level playing field. It's not. It's not. And um, and that goes for both guys and, and girls under you. And That's true. I had yeah. a long time learning how to hopefully be a decent boss. But um, anyway, so we had... I can't, I'll never forget this. We had uh, Pat Buchanan on once. Mm-hmm. And Pat Buchanan had written a book about how America has too many immigrants. And we're, it, the, the premise of the book was that we're about to lose our whiteness. Yes. And it's a terrible thing. And it was the kind of thing where I would be like, who cares whether someone's white or not? Anyway, he's on... And Maura, it's the first time she ever spoke up. Wow. We're interviewing him, and he's saying, yes, and if we don't do something about it, the Hispanic people and the Muslims are all going to take over our country. Mm. And so, meek as could be, she says, excuse me, Pat, but isn't that kind of racist? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just put it right out there. And he hung up on us. He did? Yes. 
Wow. If you can't take the heat, geez. Yes. Uh, Oh, the book was called The Death of the West. Okay. Or maybe it was State of Emergency, or maybe it was Suicide of a Superpower, or maybe it was Day of Reckoning. (laughs) He's written a lot of books. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot of time in his hands. I think it was Death of the West. Uh, Let me me, uh, glance at it. He wrote a book called Nixon's the One. He's been around a long time. (laughs) Yeah. No Um, kidding. Death of the West. Oh, it's... It's it's coming up slowly. Okay. And How dying way, populations and immigrant invasions imperil our country and civilization. That's oh the book. Yeah. Death of the West is an unflinching look at the increasing decline in Western culture and power. I believe the W word they're looking for is white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an acronym. Uh, the West <laughs> is dying. Collapsing birth rates in Europe and the U.S., coupled with population explosions in Africa, Asia, and Latin America... Uh, It's a melanin invasion. ...are set to cause cataclysmic shifts in world power as unchecked immigration swamps and polarizes every Western society and nation. Invasion invasion of the race snatchers. That's what I call Mm. this. This is wild. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, he's trying to talk about this, and he doesn't know he's not on a conservative station. No. And and I've just booked the interview because, like, I book anybody if I've heard of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good get. It's a good get. (laughs) But I'll tell you, some of the best interviews are the ones where they hung up on you. Yeah. Yeah. And he hung up on us, and Mora was, like, crushed. And we all like rushed to her support and I said, Mara, that was awesome. No, that was good. You know, he is a racist. Back then, Fox was really, you know, new and, and like they hadn't convinced 40% of people that racism is just fine. <laughs> was Rush, Rush had beat them on that one. Yeah. It was uh, 2003. Wow. Which doesn't, on the face of it, seem that long ago. And then you look at the calendar. And you realize, oh my God. Yeah, that's it. That's, you know. yeah. Well, I think yeah. it came out, in, I'm sorry, um, I was reading reviews from 2003. I think it came out Before in 2001 that, right. or 2002. Hmm. So, yeah, it's been out a while. And, you know, of course it didn't happen uh, that way. But we do have more and more. Uh, look, uh, Joe was pointing out to me last night that a lot of our doctors are coming from India now. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm like, well, I guess when I went to school, you could be whatever you wanted to be. Nobody talked to me about becoming a doctor. Right. Today in our schools, is there a reason we need doctors from other countries? Yeah. I don't think our schools are any good. Well, not only that, um, in in Canada, a large part of the uh, medical talent is imported, so to speak, because they they will work for a living wage that isn't, you know, three houses, two boats, and... (laughs) Oh, that's right, yeah. And in Europe, uh, a a surgeon makes like 90 grand a year, and and our surgeons are like, 90 grand a year? How will I pay for my third vacation home? (laughs) I pay that in taxes. Yeah. Uh, I'm fascinated now with Patrick Buchanan. Uh, Here's another one of his books, Where the Right Went Wrong. You want to take any (laughs) guesses? Mm. Where the the right went wrong. How neoconservatives subverted the Reagan revolution and hijacked the Bush presidency. Boy, he's a a real narrative guy, isn't he? Mm. He's he's redirecting the uh, traffic, no doubt about it. Uh, American empire is at its apex. We are the sole superpower with no potential challenger for a generation. Ha! <laughs> we can reach any point on the globe with our cruise missiles and smart bombs, and our culture penetrates every nook and cranny of the global village. Yeah. Yet Just, we are yeah. now the most hated country on earth, buried beneath a mountain of debt and morally bankrupt. Yeah. Guess what, Pat? There was a time when the sun never set on the British Empire, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Roman Empire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For that matter. Mm, yes, I believe, uh, who was in charge of that? Was it Caesar or was it uh, Biggest Dickus? I can't remember from the Monty Python. <laughs> Friends, <laughs> Romans, well hung. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> the Iraq war has widened and imperiled the war on terror. How current trade policy outsources American sovereignty, independence, and industrial power. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, he says we sacrificed this. Some of this I agree with. Yes. There's we, always. Kernel, we sacrificed right? the American worker at the altar of free trade. Well, that is that has merit. It does, except that yeah. was Reagan. That was his yeah. idea. It was? I don't recall. I know. <laughs> it was two reasons. One, yes. you, if you're still alive, you had Parkinson's or dementia. And two, well, you're dead. I'm so a, the, both of I'm those things going against you. I can park wherever I like. Yeah, that's true. I have a true. service detail that does it for me. Awesome. That's a great <laughs> Reagan, by the way. It is it? a great Reagan. It's too well, bad it's not in that much in demand. No, but... Uh, well, if they ever reanimate me like Walt, I'm all set. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Take up me for, on tour. Are, did you preserve yourself, uh, Ronnie Reagan? Did you get frozen like Disney? I don't know. Ask Nancy. Nancy would have been in charge. Of course she would. I just know that jelly beans have a lot of preservatives. They do. And I eat a ton. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Off we go away from the Patrick Buchanan flashback. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so we have a couple of bits from you t uh, this week. Tell me about them. They're, they look we cool. We do? Yeah. One of them is called um, PCB. And the other... Oh, I got I to gotta pull them up. Hang on. <laughs> well, I just I drag them out. UCN PC board games. Oh, PC board yes. games. Well, it's just the, the politically correct thing is run amok. I mean, it's really getting out of hand almost. So are we changing chess? And everything else? We're changing all the classics, okay. kids. Here we go. The classic game Scrabble has banned 226 offensive words. And now, the PC revolution is coming to even more board games. Yay! Like Starving, Starving Hippos, the action-packed game about how global warming has dwindled the food supply of the hippopotamus. I hope these are free-range, non-GMO marbles. Throw away that old version of Candyland and play all new Combating Childhood Obesity Land. Or experience the medical madness of no health care coverage operation. Before I remove your wishbone, I'll need your insurance card. <laughs> Plus, transgender tiddlywinks, imperialistic warmongering battleship, and the most PC game ever, Sorry. Sorry for everything my ancestors have done. Awesome. There do I win. With political correctness, no one ever wins. PC board games, only from Has. You mean Has, bro? <laughs> Saying bro is cultural appropriation. You're canceled, kid. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Yeah. Very cute. And you, Very and cute. you managed to do it without being partisan. Yes. Yeah. That's right. It's got it's got subtle winks and nods to mm -hmm. all the extremists, but it's just like a slight <laughs> wink in the direction of white supremacy. And then we'll go back over here. Really Something for everyone. Yeah. Now how much would you pay? All right, young people, what's this one about? <laughs> it's a song parody that I, I, I thought, hey, let's send a song parody to the song parodist and see what he thinks. Is this um, a, a take it's on... A, it's COVID-related. But and is it, it is Randy Newman. Is it yes. Randy Newman, short people? Yes. Yeah, so yes. it's young people. Oh, young yes. people aren't worried about COVID-19. I think it's a great idea. Here we go. don't remember that being the intro exactly. Okay. Young people... Acting stupid, young people getting COVID. Young people are gonna make you sick. They go out to bars with no mask. The virus spreads and it's gonna last. They're getting corona, but they won't quarantine. Never follow rules, so they get COVID 19. Well, I don't want no young people, idiot dumb people, diseased and drunk people around here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's very beautiful. Uh, and a great impression of Randy Newman, too. Who did that? No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody in New York. Wow. I'm looking for a singer, by the way. Oh, are you? And I've already been turned down. Really? Yes. Yeah, so a singer for... Well, I started to write this parody. Yes. Uh, and um, it's... Um, they tried to make me wear a face mask. Uh -huh. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> you're looking... I know you're looking for... It's Amy Winehouse, yeah. <laughs> yes. And so I found someone who does an Amy Winehouse in Boston. Mm. 
good friends with Cliff Goodwin, and uh, and you probably know her as if she plays in that Joe Cocker uh, tribute band, and her name is Megan. And mm. I asked, and she said, I only do Amy out of respect for her art. Oh, I'm going to have to pass. Oh, for God's sake. And she was like, I'm sorry. And I, no, and I totally got it. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. my art is parody. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not like she passed yesterday. I only do art for parody. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, no, I didn't say that to her. I, I said, hey, there's no big deal. I, of course, got to respect it. every artist's yeah. boundaries. But uh, And I was like, oh. It, wow. But it hurt me because... You are a lonely parody comedian. <laughs> I will not associate with your kind. And then she added, by the way, she added, but I think it's nice that you're encouraging people to wear masks. And so I was like freaked out because, uh, you know, and she's wonderful. I mean, this is not meant to flip her to shit. be derisive, I get it. Yeah. But she, and she's a true artist. So that's fine. But now I'm like, I've got to, and by the way, I had another parody yeah. And I hit up the number one guy on YouTube who does a tribute. And he he responded to me. So the parody, it, it's a Mick Jagger. I need a Mick Jagger. Mm. Maybe you mm -hmm. could do this one. As Spike could probably do it. But I've done it before. Um, it's, um, I can't get no vaccination. Yeah, vaccination. yeah. yeah. that's going to work. Yeah. And so, uh, and I tried and I bribed. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried. <laughs> yeah. And so. And then um, I cried. Yeah. <laughs> Can I help? I, I found it? the best Mick Jagger impersonator online. You're kidding? No. And he's um, he's the dead ringer, and he does the dances, the moves, the whole thing. And I thought this is great. He's going to be Dude. so excited. And I said, uh, I'm interested in you for a song parody. And, and he said, Here's my links. Check out. I said, Check out what I do. He said, All right, I'll get into it. I'll check it out, and I'll get back to you. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was you gotta like, remember, you gotta remember there's a music there's a musician. That's a musician habit kind of. Which is yeah, they flake a lot. Yeah. They, they really truly do. And it's you yeah. can't take yeah. it personally. They really do flake. I well, I do if it's my band. <laughs> so ask Yeah. Ask the guys in New York if they know a great Amy Winehouse. Uh -huh. I will. I'll, I'll write it and they can have the song. I don't care cool, who does cool. it. Yeah, sure. Actually, I already have the bed too. So it would do you? It's already that. produced. The bed is totally ready. <laughs> the bed is so ready that yeah, yeah. I mean, you're ready for bed. I could okay. even I could even play you the bed. Wow. I mean, that's how easy it will be to do this song. We did a you bunch know, you, of parodies of that song. Uh huh. So just before we died, we she died. We did a very yes. quick parody called "I Finally Got My Ass to Rehab." <laughs> yeah and then of course I, I, yeah i need a bath just for laughing at that i really do well because we were like yeah she's finally in rehab this is fantastic yeah. we no. should celebrate with a twisted oh. tune right <laughs> yeah and then of course sad, no sad, not so much yeah. oh yeah, you so know what you, you what you could do bob is just find a regular girl who sings well and just feed her ludes all day and record her at night just a thought Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, and by the way, Great Amy, Amy Winehouse, skill. that's a really tough voice to do. Um, yeah. Because she's... It was so soulful. She's... Well, and she does this thing. Zip, you'll understand this. Uh, it's a blues thing. She sings so far behind the beat. Yeah, way back in the pocket. That it's oh, almost yeah. dead wrong. Yeah. But when we did our other parody, if you try to sing it on beat, it sounds terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, oh, and yeah. the other parody uh, we did had just had a Middle Eastern guy. It wasn't actually, uh, it wasn't an Amy Winehouse. It was a Middle Eastern guy going, they tried to make me go to jihad. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> Here's the bed. It's ready to go. All right, you get the idea. So I'm frustrated. Ricky, I, I used to Rick, have like a, a, a budget and a staff of yeah, people, yeah. and I would get the rehab songs on the board. Let's get going. <laughs> and, and get 24 <laughs> rails going. Now now I call friends and I go, dude, can I trade you some maple syrup to sing on something? <laughs> 
Didn't Ricky Lee Jones kind of sing back way back behind the groove too she, a lot? Oh God, oh, yes, yeah, she was yeah. so good. Ricky Lee Jones. Her. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Oh, Joan Armatrading. Uh, and then yeah, and then there was uh, Ray Charles was the king of the Death Stump, that which was you know even Quincy had problems with it because it was so far back behind the meter. Mm. <laughs> you know, and anybody that rushed the groove got fired. Yeah. Ray had just you know. Now Zip as a musician. How do you feel about that? Is that something you dig, or do you think that's just too much that blue, some blues guys do that? You know, as long as they're singing it with yeah. conviction, it makes no difference. No. And that's, that's the whole thing. It's interpretation, I guess, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It really is. I, I have gotten, you know, growing up in earshot of Detroit, you kind of grow up on that mm. sort of thing. And uh, oh, yeah, now I, it bothers me when people rush the groove. Mm. Yeah, you know, I don't like that stuff. It's, it creates tension. I mean, there, there's some songs where it's appropriate, like you know, the Romantics, for example, but not... Like about you! Interesting, I think it's on Netflix, there's a David um, Foster... Uh, My fellow uh, Canadian, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, just watched it last night. It's like 90 minutes of talking about it. I think I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's him sitting at the piano a lot, and yes, it is. on the bench. And, yep. and who is David camera. Foster for me? He's, David he's Foster, um, the hit maker. Producer. Yeah. Oh, oh, which Celine which, Dion. Oh, Barbara Celine Streisand, Dion. Lots of I mean, okay. yeah, Everybody. total A-list guy. Yeah. yeah, And he was talking about how to record and make music. And there's an interview with the guys from Chicago. They brought uh, him in to produce Chicago, and essentially he took over the whole thing, and they were all pissed and. He ruffled a lot of feathers over the years. But. That's funny because uh, yeah. today, and I do this when I get on the lawnmower, Zip knows, mm -hmm. I, and you know, I have a, a five and a half acre lawn. Yeah, sure. And I put on my Bose noise-canceling headsets, mm -hmm. and then I pick a playlist. And what I do, and I subscribe to, to Spotify, Yes. and what I do is, and I know it's learning about me, and I'm okay with that, uh -huh. uh, and and. But I also, I get sick of stuff. So if I like stuff, Spotify tries to be like a radio programmer and go, we yeah. know you love James Taylor. I'm like, I, list, I liked him last week. I want to hear something different. Here and comes so, another cut of Steamroller Blues. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, today I was scrolling through bands. And what I'll do is I'll scroll through playlists and then I'll see a band. And this is something I'm doing in my 60s that I did not do for 40 years. Well, yeah, short attention span. Well, but, and uh, I had a time crunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm laser like focused. If if it's gonna make me money or it's important, <laughs> if it's not, not so <laughs> which much. Turned out to be usually the same thing. Uh, but um, anyway, so I saw a Chicago song and I clicked on it, and then I click go to radio, which means play me just Chicago. Mm -hmm. And you listen. To, have you ever do that? Listen to someone's entire catalog. I have. Yeah. Isn't it fun? Well, it's it, it especially with a, a band like Chicago, where the lineup has changed so much. You can hear the influences change. Like Chicago Transit Authority is a completely different oh, band from yes. Chicago. Yes, you know. Oh, I love "Make Me Smile," which is what oh, they talked man. about in this David Foster thing. Oh, yeah, and he was David Foster was also instrumental in getting Peter Cetera as the front to man, leave right? Chicago as a solo oh leave guy. and go solo. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, no kidding. Oh, for his solo album. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What did he say about producing them? Because uh, it, it did start out super, almost big band organic. Well, it's tears kind of the, style. Yeah. Jazz rock. Yeah. They, they, they was referred to as jazz rock, as right. I recall. It was rock with horns, basically, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. With a horn section. Well, I'll tell yeah, you, today I put on yeah. like 50 Chicago hits, because that's how long, how big my lawn is. And uh, I just totally dug every bit of it. And I wasn't thinking anything about the... I you know what I was thinking of? I know. I haven't heard these songs in forever. It feels great. I hate... I'm going to say this. I'm going to swear. I hate the fucking hits. Ah, perfect. Does anybody Here, else let me drive you nuts. nuts? Yeah. you got to watch the... <laughs> you... Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch that interview, the, that whole thing. David because Foster. The guys, in, yeah, the guys in Chicago are saying that. Man, this is not Chicago. Yeah, but, you know, their first one sold yeah. seven Just you yeah, and me. Seven, Simple 000, and free. This one's seven million. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Baby, you're everything. <laughs> so which songs did they think they were selling out on? Um, it was the just balance, the whole approach. Right? Yeah. Um, I 
can't remember what it was. Because Peter wasn't 16? even a front man initially. He was just kind of a, one of the guys, right? Yeah, singing. Terry? It was Terry Kath really was the big voice yeah. in CTA. Now, who's yeah. the one yeah. who um, had the Terry gun? Terry Kath. He had the gun accident. Yeah. And right about yep. the same time, the song Baby, What a Big Surprise came out. Oh. There, There is a uh, YouTube concert from Tanglewood um, in, here in Massachusetts on YouTube. That's Chicago. They are awesome. That's right you know, when they were breaking. You know, and that's on YouTube? Yeah. Check it. It's black and white. That's how old it is. By the way, wow. is it, wow. I could, and I'm glad I keep forgetting... But I could literally okay. waste my entire life away on YouTube. YouTube? Yeah. Forget about video who, games, right? There are people who cancel their cable and only go to YouTube and sling it from the, you know, they mirror it from their, their devices. Right. It's crazy. Great You concept. can find whatever you want. It's such niche perfect, you know. Now, I've got YouTube TV, which is yeah. essentially their local cable service. Yes. Too, it's their over the, uh, cable simple, over yeah. the internet. Uh, the how many uh, TV stations do you get? Oh, I'd have to. I'd have to go look. They just added a few and jacked the price up fifteen bucks a month, which is pretty it, steep. But Bob, it really uh, depends on how high in the air he holds the coat hanger and the foil ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. how is your internet these days, Zip? It's it stopped giving us trouble, right? Well, I think the issue was more on your end there, up in you know Waco. Yeah, but you got a new router. Vermont. So two things happened. You got a router. And what did I change? Oh, I found out that I had a Google Drive that was trying to back stuff up while we were recording, and I yeah. canceled that. So both of those things probably helped. It's been, it's been uh, flawless. Yeah, it here. has been good. So far, yeah. Okay. All right, we're coming up on the end of the show here. One uh, last quick thing. Yeah. Uh, I understand that you folks are there in Vermont now can no longer throw away food scraps. You've got to... You, do something you have to have a uh, what is it pile a help pit, me out a here. compost a compost, compost yeah. pile right yeah is that right that is correct so now i'm gonna tell you something uh, <laughs> vermont Can is I? like that vermont yeah. is very touchy-feely um you know politically correct laws like that but vermont is also a big gun state and vermont um i, I looked around my yard Eight acres, and I didn't see anybody in the bushes spying on where we put our carpet. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think enforcement what, what's is the premise and, and, of that. I don't get it. What's it supposed to do? Is it just there's well too much funk it, in the trash? So when you, uh, I'm going to guess because I I didn't read the press release. But when you throw away um, garbage, it creates bacteria, maggots, smell. It's a whole other issue. Methane. <laughs> yeah, and you throw away that stuff, and, and it's and it's you know it's just as easy, and you can recycle it. Um, I don't I don't think you're required to do your own composting. I'm trying to remember what the law said because I did see something the other day. I mean, are they going to open the bag, or are they all, all the bags clear like some places where they can well, tell? It depends on which town you're in. Okay, so, so that if you're in Springfield next door mm -hmm. to us. Yeah. In Springfield, they got one of those, you know, soup Nazi recycle places. <laughs> they got the recycle Nazi, yeah. and they and they and you bring stuff in, and they go, "Well, that goes over. Oh, that's a, you know, you can't put that can with the cans. That can is um, returnable. So you got to yeah. go over to the Boy Scout booth there, where they get the five cents for the can. <laughs> God right. bless them. And the plastic. But that's good and, stuff, man. That's, it is. Yeah, that's everything goes. Responsible but, living, man. Community but living. At our town. We don't have that kind of budget, so they have a thing called no sort recycle. Ah. And you put your cans, your plastic, and your cardboard all in the same thing, and they just crush it. Which means they're shipping it all to Hartford. Is that what happens? <laughs> a lot of the times, these places, you know, there's a whole, whole uh, thing about the ruse recycling that a lot of buildings are doing where they're putting the... the uh, the separate canisters and the separate containers, everybody feels good, and then they just put it all in they one. They put it all together. Well, out, yeah. uh, what do they do with it? I mean, who? They were towing it on barges out to sea for a long time. Uh, yeah, you know? Canada was shipping it to the States. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it'd be curious. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, it's a mess. It's awful. I'd love to see an expose on where it goes. Yeah. Big problem. I'm sure it's a little bit of a goof. It goes in the landfill. But congratulations on being the state with the least uh, uh, number of COVID cases, Bob. We are at the moment, aren't yeah. we? Uh, it was yeah. us, Wyoming, and. Uh, well, it was us in Wyoming, I believe. Uh, <laughs> and I think we're it now. 
It's good. And it's Vermont. Vermont coming around the corner. <laughs> well, that's because social distancing is six miles. In it's Vermont, also part of this feet. landscape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's 630,000 people in the entire state. State. And it's more, Detroit has more people here than that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and we're somewhat careful. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I think we'll get bit. I think that there'll be little pockets of it. And so we're still at risk. Everyone's at risk. Yeah. Are restaurants open up there? Can you sit down and dine? Um, the, the, you know, I wouldn't know because I won't. I, I, I decided a while ago that there is no public health, that it is every man and woman for herself. And uh, so when they open, I wouldn't go in them anyway. I, I do true. see some with uh, some tables out on the patio. And I think they have, you know, they're open inside with a small portion of their normal seating capacity. But, yes. but you know, look, if you're watching what the WHO is mm. saying. And, and Fauci. And Fauci and my scientist friend, John Campbell. I don't know if I've sent you guys the link. To That's him. the British guy. The right? British dude. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, if you want to see the guy that a whole lot of the smart world community listens to his name is dr john campbell and he's in uh uk and he has been doing a daily wrap-up of coronavirus science and world news hmm. every day since like february and I, I was watching him while i was making maple syrup and he and he would look at it in the camera and he would be saying look i know it doesn't sound like a lot of people have this yet but this is going to be everywhere and, you know, he was predicting everything. So what he's been saying is that it's politics now. Of course it is. The WHO, the World Health Organization, does not, has already been cut off funding from the United States. The last yeah. thing they want to do is let every country know the economic bad news that this is airborne. Mm -hmm. Even if it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's airborne. So I'm not going into any closed space. You know, people that are getting on planes, people that are... Yeah. Well, I ain't getting into a yeah. tube, sorry. Well, and, and the reason people are doing it, oh man, can I say it? Is because they're just stupid. Um, <laughs> because something is allowed by the government does not mean does it's not safe. Make it right or safe, yes. It just means that, you know, we're under pressure to not crash Wall Street... And not before November. Yes, not before November. <laughs> well, and by the way, uh, to be fair, that would it wouldn't matter who was president uh, yeah. or what party. Um, you know, there would be lots of efforts made to prop up the economy before the presidential election. Yes, there would be lots of impetus for that. Yeah. What do they call it? Yeah. Stimulation. Yeah. But, but if you want to close on uh, President, uh, uh, what do they call him? Uh, president Bone Spurs. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he, the, the most recent ruling that, uh, and, and I love how the Supreme Court does this. Yeah. They disappoint everybody. <laughs> All right. Good yeah. news. Trump's not above the law. Bad news. Not going to be able to look at his stuff until after the election. Yeah. Because the, the, pro, yeah, the we're court kicking it down to a lower court because yeah. we can, we're Supremes. Uh, the two justices that Donald Trump appointed voted mm -hmm. against him on this. Yeah. Which, by the way, warms the heart of my cockles. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, Bob. Close they enough. got the gig. They don't need him anymore. They don't. Right. And I, and it's a lifetime appointment. What's he going to do? <laughs> fire them? <laughs> I, I, I think that says something positive about America and that we're all in this together and that this is a temporary situation. And the genius of the construct as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. I thought it was good. Uh, at the same time, though, and, and by the way, he's, if he's got, I, I talked to a conservative friend of mine. Most of them don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Well, yeah. because I'm actually genuinely interested in what they have to say, as long as it's not a soundbite they rehearsed somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But they're up against the ropes. That's why they're defensive. They kind of are, right. and most yeah. of them get pretty defensive. And... That's when you double down, Demi. <laughs> That's right. 
So uh, anyway, I, I talked to a friend of mine, and he was very, he was very like, well, my taxes and my wife's taxes are nobody's business. So it's nobody's business. I said, yeah, but you're not the president of the United States. Right. And, you know, uh, Biden has released his and the whole light. And, but it's just going to be a witch hunt. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We want the witches purged before we elect you. <laughs> <laughs> if there are no witches and the birth certificate works, then you get elected. What, what do they say when you bring up the fact that he goes directly against what the medical experts are saying? What are they, what's their comeback on that? Uh, they don't know. They don't see it that way. Because remember... Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> most people... <laughs> get a very limited amount of news yeah and it's true and what they get is a narrative from comedians at night before they go to sleep there's that but they also if you watch fox news they'll tell you that the press is beating up on this president just because uh, yeah, they don't yeah. like him yeah. yeah and it's all unfair mm-hmm. uh and you know this is the same guy who accused uh, obama of being a, a muslim uh, with a phony birth certificate from kenya <laughs> <laughs> that's right so you know but again um, well they remind me of my wife in a way <laughs> fairness was never in the contract <laughs> how about the prenup yeah. no oh, I mean I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to just laugh about it because we're all human beings and we all and, you know, we all uh, fudge things to look good on our side. So and yeah, you got to pick your battles. Yeah. yeah, otherwise you do. you'll just go yeah. completely yeah. insane. Yeah. You know? that's, that's well, gentlemen, true. I believe that's a wrap. Uh, all right. Well, what about us, Zip? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we should play some parodies. That we should play some stuff that we talked about. What, what should, what should okay. we play? Hmm. What I say? Uh, an Amy Winehouse parody. Hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, on Saturday, you didn't know this, Bob, on our uh, real, our terrestrial radio broadcast. Yes. yes. The last break of the show, I played that, uh, uh, the Credence, uh, Born on the Bayou, um, barbecue Burn, tune. Burned on the barbecue. Stuff. Yeah, I could burn <laughs> that's that's good. Where did you really find good. that Fogarty guy, by the way? Oh, was he a Seattle guy? That's quite a story, by the way. His name is Don Gaynor. Uh, he might listen to this podcast. Boy, uh, does he sound like him. Oh, he sounds so much like Fogarty. Oh, and for a long time, Fogarty wasn't working. Yeah. And when I met him, I was like, oh, dude, you're the answer to my Fogarty prayers. <laughs> and, somebody named Vans on the phone wants oh, to talk no, to you. Oh, no, I love love it when I find someone that's that's that good. Yeah. And he he's a sweet, sweet guy. And we, you know, we knew each other and worked together over 20, 25 years. But he was, um, well, let's put it this way. He's way better now, just as me and Zip are way better now. You know what I'm saying, Zip? Yes, I do. <laughs> Keep coming back to the broadcast. And, and yeah. humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, true. And, and so all this is in the past, but he was he was difficult to work with. And, uh, and at the same time, just a genius. Yeah. So I didn't care. Uh, but when he sang that, I was like, dude, you should go tour yeah. With, you know, the Credence guys. And they ended the up guy. auditioning him. Really? And they picked, to my ears, a guy not a less, as good. A, a lesser guy. Yeah, uh, I, I see that happen a lot, Bob. Yeah, they picked a, they yeah. picked a different guy. Now, he, he would have, back then, he probably would have been, well, you ever meet rock stars that are just a ton of drama? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And he would have been uh, an effort, but boy, did he have the voice. The drummer from the Romantics comes to mind. Yeah, he's a bit of a... All right, we'll play a couple of those parodies. Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. Rock and roll, guys. Thank you, Bob. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Sure looked overdone to me 